Hi, welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. My name is Desiree. A video surfaced like seven days ago from Alyssa Milano. That person, actress, she calls herself an activist and she's very pro-abortion from what I remember and very anti-gun rights, which we're about to see. And she used to play in a TV series called Charmed, which I used to watch. It used to play every Saturday morning in Jamaica on TV. And I used to watch it with my brothers too. So it was a show I liked for a very long time. And now that I've gotten older, actors and actresses show who they are outside of what they're playing, the roles that they're playing on TV or in movies, etc. She made a tweet about guns and her alarm over people buying more guns due to the coronavirus. Yes, I know I'm late. Her tweet said, Americans bought over 2 million firearms in March of 2020, over a million more than this time last year. We have to keep each other safe by social distancing and washing our hands and not bringing dangerous firearms into our homes. Hashtag stop the coronavirus gun surge. Hashtag no RE. So I'm going to play the video, give my response, and then also talk about the psychology behind where she's coming from, and then mention the stats, and then just give you my overall opinion and everything. Let's go. Oh my god. What am I doing? Hi everybody. Um, so I'm making this video because I'm seeing reports all over the country of Americans responding to the coronavirus outbreak by buying up guns and, and ammunition. And I know that we are all scared and stressed out during these, these really uncertain times, but that is exactly why stockpiling weapons, you know, could have dire consequences for our own personal safety and, and those around us. You know, the, the weapons that people are buying today could end up being used in, households, schools, churches, bars, and uh, on our streets in the future. So we all have to look out for each other. Please, please, please um, share this video to help stop the coronavirus gun surge. You know, we can't lose any more lives to guns during this pandemic or after it's over. Okay, so I'm going to start off being sympathetic and trying to understand where she's coming from. The first thing I want to say is thank you or display gratitude for her using persuasion or trying to use persuasion in order to get people to stop buying guns, which she believes could cause a bad consequence in the future. That being more guns on the streets, more lives lost during this time of pandemic, or just more lives lost in general and danger in the home and uh safety she's concerned about safety for herself her personal safety everybody else's personal safety and how they might impact others i think it's great that she's trying to use persuasion to get her point across at the same time we all know that even though people might start off with persuasion she would also possibly vote for someone to just take that choice away from you and vice versa other people perceive it as vice versa those who are anti-gun because they see it as being forced to be around guns however i do think stopping someone from getting something versus stopping someone from going somewhere is different so we are cohabiting on this planet earth and what we do does affect other people so 
I'm just going to say that for people who are like her, they see it as a force of will against them when they're forced to be around guns because they don't think that they're safe and they think that it increases the degree of safety. I disagree with that empirically speaking. However, that's where they're coming from. And I'm glad she's she's using persuasion. The next thing I want to say is that she wants to feel safe and her idea of safety is having less guns. There's something that she said that I took note of, which is what I always call these jumps in logic that people make. So she says, I know that we're all scared and stressed out in these really uncertain times, but that's exactly why we should stop stockpiling weapons. Because her response to feeling stressed and uncertain and scared means increasing her sense of safety by not having guns around, that doesn't mean that for other people, their response to needing to feel a sense of safety and security means not having guns around. Their response is actually the opposite. And so this is the issue when one person has in their mind what's best for other people, they think that other people think like them. This is something, well, I can't say everybody does it, but this is what I hear her saying in this video. Now, my response to that is, I know Miss Milano and other people out there who are, she's probably never going to see this video. I know that you have great ideas and that you want to share them with the world. However, it's not okay to make other people submit to your ideas because you don't own them. They are not under your care and protection. They're different from you. Their triggers are different from you. What their associations in their heads with safety is totally different from you. So even though you might be identifying this feeling in yourself and you know that the solution to that feeling yourself is having less guns around and thinking long term what you think, okay? That doesn't mean that other people think that. And even if you could just literally look at the evidence, which I think is not on the side of the people who are anti-gun, you can watch another video of mine if you want to see that. That's actually not where her argument is coming from. It's coming from people being stressed out, not feeling safe, and her solution to fix that safety. And it's just not the same for everybody else. So you can have great ideas, but is it okay to force it onto other people? The only time that that's okay is when they don't actually know what's best for them. However, that applies to children, not adults, or that applies when someone has assumed ownership of another person's care, which can and often is given voluntarily, but you can't apply that to all of the nation. The other thing I wanted to mention is just looking at some stats. I will put some links in the description as I always do. This was from March 19 from CNN Business. They said that the ammunition website, ammo.com, had a lot of purchases. There were images all over social media of people lining up outside of gun stores. And for ammo.com, this is in March, March 19, a 77% increase in website visits from February 23 to March 15. That led to an increase in revenue of 309%. There's also a chart I'm going to show you from the New York Times. This was done in 2016 that shows that gun sales tend to go up after every freak out over gun laws not being tight enough, terrorist attacks, school shootings, and new proposals for gun laws. So every time people do what Alyssa Milano is doing, people respond by buying more guns, which I think is wonderful. That might be important for uh, people who think like Alyssa Milano to understand that what they're doing is actually counterproductive in terms of the way, the direction that they're trying to persuade people to go in to not buy guns. 
And I also, as I said, empirically, I think it's not true that having less guns leads to more safety, as she thinks. And then this is some data from April 6 from Yahoo. They said that the FBI conducted 3.7 million background checks in March of 2020, and that is the highest since the instant background check program began in 1988. And on the 21st of March, there were 210,000 background checks conducted, which is the highest number for a single day ever. Just because it's nice to hear what other people in your area are doing. For Illinois, they were completing the most gun purchases, and then Texas, then Kentucky, then Florida, then California. And the previous high, as you can see from that last chart, was in December 2015 of 3.3 million, which was when the Obama administration talked about restricting assault rifles due to the San Bernardino mass shooting. I also found some eye-opening articles on the other side. I'm trying to look into the minds of other people and seeing that they were saying exactly what she was saying, that if you have more guns, there's a more likely chance of a gun being used in domestic violence. And so why are you pushing for even more danger at this point in time? That is basically the argument. It's, it's more dangerous to have a gun around. It's not safe, therefore, because I think it's not safe, you should think it's not safe. And then I want to mention my own opinion, which is that I think it's great that people are buying lots of guns. I think it's great that whenever people are worried about government intrusion, they start to buy more guns. I think it's a practical response to the fact that law enforcement can be selective when they're worried about their own life, about actually enforcing the law so you can't rely on them. And also we know that they've been releasing criminals due to this worry about the coronavirus. So that's another reason to buy guns. So I think it's great. And I wanted to talk about this because it's really interesting how people cannot distinguish between themselves and everybody else. And I think that this view of the world turns into coercing others through the vote. And I think it goes both ways. To summarize, I commend her for trying to use persuasion, even though we all know she campaigns all the time for politicians, so that eventually turns into the vote. And maybe one day people will think not just beyond themselves, but beyond seeing other people as a part of themselves, so that whatever they think is good for them extends to everybody else. Thanks for watching. I really enjoyed talking about that. If you like my content, uh, please subscribe. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Please support the channel. Go to justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate and make a donation. You can do it PayPal, Patreon, uh, some other ones I can't remember, crypto, everything is all there. That'd be really appreciated. And stay safe in these times. Have a great day. Bye-bye.